Welcome to Mike Drops Up Close. We speak to entrepreneurs and thought leaders from all around the globe. Tune in and hit subscribe. Stay informed with inspiring stories from our amazing guests. We get up close and personal, covering subjects from business, marketing, and mindset. Hosted by Michael Calasparis, a successful digital marketer and property investor. So welcome to Mike Drops Up Close, Reggie. Um, I just want to quickly introduce you. You are obviously a legend. <laughs> you are the king, as far as I'm concerned, of mindset. You really are. And um, I met you a few years ago at uh, one of the uh, JT Fox's, um, uh, I think it was Dream Team. Uh, there was a couple of things I went to, but that, that was one of them. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Dream Team, actually. And uh, you are really, really well known. You used to be one of Tony Robbins' right-hand man, his like, number two. Um, you've ma managed to accomplish so much in your life. It's pretty uh, astonishing, actually, what you've managed to, 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 to achieve. And um, I guess it all comes down to mindset. So could you briefly let people know who you are, what you do? Because you're obviously an amazing speaker, but you have more wealth and knowledge than me because it's you. So could you sum up who you are, Reggie Bates, for the audience? Well, first off, thank you so much for um, asking me to be on your show. I, I, I listen to your podcast and it's, it's really, really good. I listen to it when I'm on the plane. Um, basically, you. You know, I do a lot of things. I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I'm a speaker. I speak all over the world. Um, I'm a business coach. I'm a mindset coach. I'm an investor. Um, so I pretty much dibble and dabble into uh, to various things. And it all started, you know, when I, when I was at the age of 21, I met Tony Robbins at the age of 21. And, um, you know, when I finished school, unfortunately, they don't give you a manual that says, okay, this is what you do next. So, you know, I was more confused after school than I was before I entered school. And um, I just, just didn't know what I, what I wanted to do. I knew for a fact that I did not want to be on a job, you know, working 30, 40 years and earning the gold watch and then having a pension or a retirement. That's just not how I'm, how I'm built. Um, so I wanted something more. And I actually saw, I was up at about two o'clock in the morning and I was actually in the hospital because my appendix had just ruptured. And oh, it's wow. two o'clock in the morning and wow. I'm watching TV and I see this guy on TV and I felt like he was talking to me. He was talking about business. He was talking about mindset. And I felt like he was talking to me. So I ordered the product. I only had about $300 in my bank account because I was living with my parents at the time and it was directly after school. And I took that $300 and I, and I bought the product and I had it shipped immediately. And by the time I was released from the hospital, um, it was a 30 day product. You're supposed to listen to it every single day for 30 days. I locked myself in the room <laughs> and I listened to it for the entire weekend. And wow. it literally changed my life. It literally wow. changed my life because it gave me direction. It gave me hope. Um, I had lots of limiting beliefs. It really helped me with that as well. I so it's hard to believe. I've got to be honest with you. Sorry to cut you short there, but I mean, me knowing you now, that's, it's, I mean, I guess it's that incremental steps, isn't it? And then before you know it, it's leaps you've taken. Um, but, you know, the, the reality is like, you know, you are a mindset coach and where you are now is just like unheard of. I mean, what you're doing, some of the stuff you've actually achieved is pretty phenomenal. Um, I mean, you really have taught some of the top, top, top people out there in the world. And, you know, obviously, you know, number one's wealth coach, you know, you've literally been with Tony Robbins as his number two. Um, but to think that you had a mindset issues is, is, um, is new to me. <laughs> so, I mean, 
that's I just did. And, and that's why I wanted to study mindset because Tony Robbins taught me so much about, you know, I, 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 I accepted a position, you know, in his organization. I was very creative how I got hired there. But I, <laughs> and I sort of worked my way through the ranks really quickly. Why? Uh, because one of the things he taught me is to lean on other people who are doing the things that you aspire to do. Mm -hmm. And all that I've accomplished in life, um, it's not that I'm so smart. It's not that I'm so great, but I've aligned myself with really good people who are doing the things that I aspire to do. I mean, those viewers of yours who really know me and, and know me well, they know that 80% of the people that I align myself with, they make more money than I do and they're more successful than I am. And that was tough at first because I didn't feel that I had value to give, mm. but it really helps you to, you know, you want to really align yourself with people who inspire you, people who believe in you, people who hold you accountable and yeah. really push you to achieve what it is you want to achieve. And, and, and that's really the secret to success. There is, there is no secret to success. You just align yourself with great people who can get you there or great coaches who can get you there. And I've always been, been a believer in that because I've been in this industry you know, since the young age of 21. And that's all I've done and it works. So like, would you say to people that uh, say they're, they're not quite there, they are Reggie, but, 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 but uh, um, at, at 21 now, they're starting off, they're not sure where to go. They're scared of, there's a lot of gurus out there. Um, they're scared where to move next, whether they should do that. The parents want them to go to a university or college or, you know, right. trying to be some sort of specialist service, um, you know, trading time for, you know, for, um, for money. And um, they're unsure what to do. What, what would be the sort of advice you could give them? I mean, is there something, well, that, you know? Before you can do anything, you have to believe that you can accomplish whatever it is you want to accomplish. You know, mm -hmm. um, you know, people when they graduate from university or, you know, whatever age, you know, I work with people who are 70 years old and they're going to the next chapter of their life. I mean, that it takes a good mindset to do that True. because most people have a limiting belief that I'm too old mm. so, to do this. So the very first thing you have to do is any goal that you have, the very first step that you need to do is make the decision that you're going to be able to accomplish that goal. Just make the decision without even having an action plan. Make the decision in your mindset that you're going to achieve it. Um, and it starts with your mindset. You know, I tell entrepreneurs before I coach them, you know, especially those who have never had a business, the very first thing you must do is go from an entrepreneur, you have to go from an employee mindset to an entrepreneur mindset mm -hmm. because there's different mindsets, right? Yeah. So, True. and you know, there are some people in business right now who have an employee mindset and they're running the business and unfortunately the business is not growing, right? So that's the very, very uh, first thing that you must do. I mean, what's the difference between an employee mindset and an entrepreneur mindset? Well, an employee's mindset is nine to five. An entrepreneur's mindset is early in the morning until finished, as you know. That was me yesterday. <laughs> Three hours <Right>. sleep. <laughs> that was it. Because you know, it. You know employees yeah. you know, don't take risks. You know, mm. entrepreneurs, you have to take risks almost on a daily basis. Calculated risk, but you have to take risks yeah. almost on a daily basis. Absolutely. Um, so there, there's a totally different mindset. And once you can make that transition, then, in my opinion, you're halfway there. And, and, and the same goes for, like, young people who have no idea – what they want to do with their lives. You know, I, I know a lot of young people in their twenties who are millionaires, mm. you know, because they align themselves with, with really great people. And I always tell people, go back to when you were a kid, you know, go back to when you were a child, kids have the best mindset, you know, they'll fail 
and they're okay. They'll get back on their feet and they'll try it again. You know, they'll try to climb on top of the counter and they'll do everything possible. They, they are relentless. They never give up or yeah. they're at the store with you. Daddy, can I have this? Mommy, can I have this? And you're constantly saying no. They don't, have, they don't even know what the word no means. And then you check out and whatever they want it, they have it. Yeah. So where do kids get their mindset? You know, they get it from us. And that's when they change and they, they develop their limiting beliefs or they develop their behaviors through the people that they spend most of their time with, which is usually their parents. So it's important for us to go back to, you know, to, the, to when we were kids, you know, we were relentless. We, we didn't have any fear. We just did things. And even if we failed, we did them again because yeah. failure is part of success. And without the failure, you really don't deserve to succeed. Yeah, it's absolutely true. I mean, the, I mean, the, the child anal analogy has come up before and um, that's definitely something that's, it's, it's true. I never would have thought it before, but it's very true. I mean, someone mentioned to me that when they fall down, they hurt themselves, but they just don't think anything of it. They cry a little bit, they get back up. Absolutely. But it, as an adult, you hurt yourself. It can keep you down. Um, and, and, and yet children obviously just don't have that that, that, that stopper to stop them from like getting back up. Um, very, very true. But I remember, I remember speaking with you back then. I'm in a way better position now. And I, my mindset was really, really, really not there. I'm, I've always wanted, sorry. And you, look up, you look great. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, there's always growth to be, to, be, to, to do still. Um, truly believe you're never fully done. I'll always be the student is what I truly believe. I've done a lot of mentorships. Um, I believe in them massively. I think they're really important. Connecting with your people like yourselves as mentors and other people in my, in my, my, my career and lifetime has been essential to me in my growth. Um, and uh, I, I would say that people watching that don't believe in that, and there is a lot of people that knock it. And I'm, I'm a mentor myself. I, I'm a mentee people in social media and, and consultancy in their, their marketing. And, um, you know, the, the reality is that unfortunately a lot of people have been given, they've been tarred with the, the same brush, you know, like it's negative stuff. And, you know, sometimes actually, and I've seen people that are good and they've been tarred with a negative brush, um, because of one person or their, their opinion, because of the mindset that they're in. They can't quite get themselves out of where they are and understand how they're their own stopper. And I, I, I've, I've been in the situation where, you know, I am sad with what's happened to my son who's made disabled and, and lost so much. And I didn't understand, and I spoke to a good friend recently, who's a mentee, a mentor, um, Nikki V, and, um, they create brilliant events. Uh, they come to the UK, like Gary Vaynerchuk and Grant Cardone. They all come to these events, big, big, big events, had Lewis Howes and so on. And, um, and uh, they were literally, she was telling me that, uh, Michael, have you ever stopped to think that maybe, you know, the stuff that you think and feel and the sadness that you feel attracts more sadness, you know, that high vibrational sort of stuff. Um, and I, I never really believed it uh, two years ago, three years ago. I wouldn't have believed in all that sort of stuff. But like now I really, truly connect with it. And it's a constant um, effort to keep connecting back in. I don't think you're ever up there above the line and stay there. I think you are on a wave. Um, and that's the, that's, that's the mastery coming in and out 
um, because you need the lows with the highs. So what is your, what would you say would you be, be your top tip to keep in that, that positive? I mean, you can't be in it always. I get that. But for people listening, and we all have it, we've all had problems. Les, Les, a good friend of yours, and um, who I interviewed recently, he, he had an amazing mindset with the stuff he went through. And, um, amazing. That guy is truly uh, an, an amazing guy. Uh, I've got a lot of respect for him. Um, and, you know, obviously, he, hanging around Jews rubbed off on him. You know, this mindset stuff really is, is powerful powerful yeah, stuff here's the thing i think you know sometimes we have to and this is a tough one to swallow sometimes we have to look at our um challenges sometimes our challenges are our best blessings yes right? it's our best blessings i mean look at the situation that you have with your son you know you you i, I could tell just by you know the last time i was with you you talk about your son all the time i follow you on social media i don't think there's a dad in the world who loves their son as much as you love your son. <laughs> Bless you, man. Make me so, cry. <laughs> Hold back. And I say that because that could be the blessing. Because yeah. if your son did not have a challenge, maybe yeah. great of a guy that you are, maybe you wouldn't have invested so much time, you know, loving him and caring for him and nurturing him the way that you do. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's a, you know, my, one of the biggest challenges I had in my life was that my dad passed away. My dad passed away uh, in 2016. The biggest, by far, the biggest event of my life was, was that. And, you know, I, I thought about it. And I said, you know what? My dad lived a very long life. He was a great person. He, uh, I turned out the way that I am because of my parents, you know, my dad. Yeah. And I said to myself, you know what? It's a blessing. You know, mm -hmm. he lived a long life. He did a lot of great things. And there's some kids who lose their parents at a very young age. And I was fortunate enough that, you know, I, my dad was able to see how I progressed through life. So mm -hmm. it was a really big blessing. And as a result, it made me very, you know, it made me closer to my siblings. And we have a great relationship. We've always had a great relationship, but it's now an outstanding relationship and we communicate more. So mm -hmm. look at, you know, everyone has challenges. Some challenges are, are, are bigger than others. We've all had things that have happened in the past and they creep up on us in our present. But you have to always remember, you know, something that Tony Robbins used to always say, and, he, and, and I, I, I take it to heart today, is that your past does not equal your future. Mm, and someone's negative opinion of you does not have to become your reality. Yeah. You allow it to. Yeah. Right? That's you, been something I've, I, I, that's, that's something I've actually always been worried about people's opinion yeah. of me in the past. Yeah. Now I've really just gone past giving a crap. Um, yes. We spread awareness about my son being made disabled. And we, we, it was on, the newspapers contacted us, as you know, is born healthy and made disabled. So newspapers contacted us. We didn't place blame on the person that did this, the hospital. It was just like, you know, we had to forgive to move forward. Right. Um, and that's not because of any religion or anything like that. It's just like literally sanity, you know. Right. And um, and and I got trolled by that just it being out in the papers about my son. People saying, "Oh, your son should be put down," and you know, it's a resource. It, it takes resources on, on. I'm like, what the hell? People are this cruel. But it's just troll trolls, you know, just keyboard warriors and just being, you know, just some weird people out there, unfortunately. But I took it. I took it and I, and it hurt me. And I had to reply back to every single comment right. and it made me ill reply. I just couldn't stand these people. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to educate them. I'm like, 
yeah, but it's not his fault. That could be your child. It could be your brother. It could be, you know, he was born healthy. You know, why should he, you know, why should you think he should be put down? Because he's a, you know, it, it takes on resources of the, uh, the health system. Right. I couldn't get my head around it. But these people were just like having fun, right. you know, at my expense. But I couldn't get that. Um, and then after you realize that it doesn't really matter. I don't give a, I don't give a crap. <laughs> what people think anymore i'm really past caring really truly past caring what people think in that sense um but that took a lot trust me to get over uh, like and to 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 not care um so that's something that was ingrained in me um caring what people think as a child another one selling which i still struggle with you know um because we we obviously we brought up in certain ways and money's a bad word and all this kind of thing get in there i've got mentee mentors that are helping me on that but um i'll be honest it's still something that's still um still there a blocker um so it's interesting it's still gonna be there but here's the good news you have an awareness and when you have the awareness um some people don't have the awareness and they don't know what to do you have the awareness and and now you just need to fix it i have a great mindset but i'm not perfect you know i have my bad days as well i don't wear it on my on my shoulder mm-hmm. but i have my bad days as well and i, I truly believe that you know you're going to have anger you're going to whatever, whatever negative emotion um you know pain um you know uh, uh sadness um anger it's okay to visit those emotions because we're yeah. human just don't live there yeah. just don't and, 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 I, and I have lived there. I have lived there. And the feeling sorry for yourself, yeah. the, uh, it makes you ill. It makes it you does. really ill. Um, I felt paralyzed in my own bed. Um, but I know people watching this uh, would have felt the same with all sorts of things like family dying. You know, you had an experience yourself. Um, it's not nice. You know, these people, they've nurtured you. You've brought, been brought up by them. You love them dearly. And to lose them, it doesn't matter what age, it's hard. But then you have to come. There has to come a realization, um, and it's it's that it's that sink or swim moment. You know, you can sink and wallow in it, or you know, lift yourself up, brush the dust off, and right. start getting out there. I mean, there's a great guy who's coming as a headline speaker at the at the event called David Goggins. I don't know if you heard of him. Um, you can't hurt me. Um, amazing, amazing guy, uh, ex Navy SEAL. Um, American uh, you know it's just went through so much struggles in life um and you know he's got the right mindset definitely because he he's yeah. like and you look at people like that and it's people like that who truly truly inspire me mm. I, tell, I tell a story of um you know when I'm speaking about a friend of mine and you know he hates going to the gym mm. and, he, and he says I don't want to go to the gym I hate going to the gym but yet he's overweight and he really needs to go to the gym yeah so, one day I said, I'm going to go to the gym with you. And he just hates the process of going to the gym and working out. And, um, and, and I'm trying to coach him on just staying committed. And we walk into the gym. And the first thing he does, he walks over to the bar where you do pull-ups. And we heard this guy and he was doing pull-ups, but I couldn't really see him. And he was really struggling. And he was really saying, I can do it. I can do it. And they were trying to pull him down. He's like, no, I can do it. It so happens that the guy that was doing the pull-ups did not have any legs. Oh, wow. Legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's doing the pull-ups and, you know, they're trying to take him down and he's like, no, keep me there. And he actually did them. And wow. I looked at my friend and I said, what is your excuse? 
right? Because oftentimes, not all the time, mm. oftentimes we use those things as excuses not to take action. Oftentimes we use limiting beliefs as excuses not to take actions. And that's why whenever someone tells me they can't do it, I, I say that's limiting belief. For whatever mm. reason they give me, I say that's limiting belief. Because, yeah. you know, if you can, you know, visualize yourself doing it, I mean, and by the way, I have a really good mindset. And if that guy that was doing the pull-ups and did not have any legs said, you know what, Reggie, I don't think I can do it. I would have probably, I, I think I would have bought into his story because yeah. of the situation. Yeah. But he actually did it. So, you know, we, we, there's no excuses, none whatsoever, why we can't move forward in our life. And, and no one's going to give it to us. We're responsible for it. We're responsible for the successes. We're responsible for the failures. And failure is part of the, the, the equation. And a lot of people don't want to do things or move forward or take action or make a big change in their life or step outside their comfort zone because of the fear. Mm. But the fear, we just make it up ourselves. It, yeah. it, it make up the fear. We, we say what's going to happen before it's going to happen. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, I did that in real estate. I did a, a big conversion to residential. It was one. It was my second real estate deal, and I only went into real estate because what happened to my son, and everything went wrong, literally. Um, but in my head, it went. It was worse. Things worse were happening, um, and it never fully. It never fully transpired like they were in my head. You know, um, and we got out of that, and things were a lot, a lot better. And you know, thank God. You know, it's 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 a nice property now that generates income. Um, but at the time, my everything and anything that could be, you know, any sort of very strange, random scenario that could possibly happen, very unlikely in my head, I thought of it. <laughs> right, right. it's crazy it's crazy how your mind thinks these things and the same thing happened to my son when he was made disabled okay he did lose a lot um but i was looking at googling stuff which is the worst thing you can do and they're talking about microcephaly, which is yeah. like um where the brain stunted by you know brain damage and and the brain starts the head starts growing in a in a funny way like the brain stay small and the face grows and it's like microcephaly it means in greek actually small head microcephaly um micro being small micro and cephaly mean head um and and basically it's uh where where they kind of look a bit sort of like um chimpanzee shaped heads if you know what i mean that like that like that and um and in my head i'm like oh my god oh my, my poor child you know um they took everything away from him his beauty his 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 ability and everything like that and that didn't come about at all. And it was just in my head, you know, they cause all this sort of stuff and none of that happened, but it's just crazy how your, your, your mind can race away in the negative thoughts. And you know what it takes, it takes, it takes a lot more energy for mm. you to focus on the negative than it does for you to focus on the positive. Yeah, true. That's a good point actually. And, and like you said, you know, people get ill when they're thinking about these negative things in their lives. People get ill when they're hanging around negative people yeah. I'm allergic to negativity I tell people that all around the world when I'm speaking I'm yeah yeah I'm allergic to negativity and you know sometimes I'm with my friends sometimes I'm with my colleagues and you know sometimes I'm with my family and they yeah. say negative things and what I do I just get this thing right here <laughs> sticking in my ear and I and I tune them out yeah I have aggressive goals mm -hmm. for this year and yeah. it's tough enough to achieve goals with positive people in your life yeah, true. It's nearly impossible, not completely impossible, 
but nearly impossible with negative people in your life. And, and, yeah. and that's why, you know, who you align yourself with is, is who you become. And, and that also includes your thought process. Because I'm sure, you know, I've had people tell me, you know, Reggie, your goals are too big. That, that's a crazy idea. Why are you making this investment? You know, because their view of the world is totally different than my mm -hmm. view. Yeah. I have, and I have lots of references of, of success. I have references. Yeah, have. Yeah, we haven't even, we, we haven't really touched on a lot of them. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, actually, I wouldn't mind touching on, on a few of these, actually, if you don't mind. I mean, I know you, you, um, you, uh, you, you've been enabled as a producer to help people like Tony learn uh, um, to be successful in his music. You've done very, very different things. You know, you're not just a speaker, successful speaker. You're not just a successful coach with top, top top people you know high level successful thought leaders around the world um but you do tap into these other areas like the, the, the production and tony's stuff's amazing i mean he's really yeah, I, I just invested in a franchise i don't know anything about franchising yeah yeah, yeah. i looked at the financials and it made sense you know? <laughs> I learn it and i learn as i go and I, and I try to do different things and i think i learned a lot of that from from jt fox and yeah you know, my entire time, a lot of people ask me, what is the difference between Tony Robbins? And I spent over 12 years with Tony Robbins, the best experience of my entire life. Mm -hmm. I would not be where I am today had it not been for my experience. I, I give him all the credit for that. Yeah. Um, but people ask me all the time, what is the difference between JT Fox and, and Tony Robbins? And it's very simple. First of all, they're two totally different guys. Um, Tony Robbins really taught me about mindset and really helping me to believe that I believe to be, I, I deserve to be successful just like anyone else. Yeah. As long as I work hard for it, hang out with the right people and do the work to make, you know, to make it necessary. And I tell audiences, you can't just join the gym. You must do the push-ups. Yeah. And a lot of people have just joined the gym, but they're not doing the push-ups to make it happen. And they're, you know, they, they make that monthly payment to the gym and it makes them feel really good. Yeah. <laughs> the result but you're not going to get the result if you don't do the work to really make it happen and with JT Fox, JT Fox really taught me how to build wealth and how to really diversify to do various things which is which is what I'm doing now and a lot of what I do is behind the scenes because I'm an investor a lot of what I do my name is not even attached to it because I'm an investor but it does very 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 well and if I were to lose any of the 10 things that, that I'm doing, I would still just be fine because I've diversified so well to really make that happen. And he's really taught me that. And so, you've educated yourself in different, um, in different arenas. So this is the power of um, what you've grown into uh, that you could literally, you could, I mean, this is why a lot of successful people, when they lose everything, they can re they re rebuild it. Most of them, you know, they can rebuild mindset for success. Yeah. Because when, when you have a six, you know, millionaires, you know, I, I, I'm, I, I live in California and I remember when the California lottery first came out, I think it was in high school or something like that. Mm -hmm. I read a book of the people who win the lottery in California, what their mindset is versus someone who's already a millionaire or someone who already has the mindset to succeed. What happens? They get all this money. They had nothing. They get all this money and then they lose it in like five years. Yeah. In like five years. It, 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 it ruins families, right? Yeah. It, you know, alcoholism or drugs or whatever. Yeah. And they're in a worse, most of them are in a worse spot now than they were before they had the money. Yeah. Right? 
So you just, you take someone who has the mindset of a millionaire. In my, in my opinion, you know, being successful or being a millionaire is a mindset. You take someone who is a millionaire and they have the, the, the mindset of a millionaire, you strip them of everything. What happens in a very short period of time? They get the money back. They do. It's right. very common. And people say, oh, they got it easy because they've got money or they've done this and that. It's not. It's not. It's, it's the mindset. It's not even connections even. You know, Absolutely. they can literally, they've got the ability to, 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 to work. And, and, you know, this is the thing. Before I educated myself and tapped, my, and tapped into different networks of people that are amazing and, 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 and mentors and coaches and so on, um, I, I, I would have assumed very much the similar, similar thing when I was younger. You think, right. oh, it was, it was easy. But actually, most of them started with nothing. Right. Most yeah. of them started with nothing. They, did, they didn't have parents with money. Um, it, it, yeah. yeah, exactly. They started with nothing. But they, they went through a massive transformational change to get that mindset. If they stuck with the same mindset that they had before, it would have been, you know, they would have stayed where they, they were. Um, this is really, it's absolutely spot on, very true. And it's quite interesting. And the psychology behind it's really key. And I mean, and you, I mean, you know so much in terms of like the psychology of the mind, the people, how people think, how they act, how they respond. Um, and that takes a lot to learn all that. I mean, did you do, did you do like, did you go to university uh, in that? No, was it something... A lot of what I, what I teach is not in, you know, it's not in the textbook. It comes no. from experience, right? Yeah. I would never hire a coach who had textbook knowledge. Yes. A coach who has life experience, right? Yeah. And it takes life experience, in my opinion, to really be a great coach because you have to go through all of those things and you have to really experience it. And, it, and it's so different. You know, sadly, nothing that I learned in school I apply today. I, I, you know? I've got to be honest. It's very much the same for me. I uh, and, yeah. and I don't have kids. And even if I had kids, yes, I would make them go to school. But yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, I think it taught me people skills. But as far as real life things and business and, and, and everything that I'm doing, um, that, that just came from, that came from experience. And, and I've experienced a lot since the age of 21. I've interviewed a lot of people. I've aligned myself with a lot of successful people and really ask yeah. them a lot of questions of, you know, you know, why did you, you know, make this decision as opposed to that decision? You know, I'm really, I'm not interested in people's success. I'm interested in the journey mm. from where they were to where they are now. Mm. Yeah. And the success. And that's why I wrote the book, you know, Mindset for Success, because I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by the thought process and the disciplines of people who are very successful. And they're basically the same disciplines, mm. right? And, you know, being, they're just doing a little extra. They're just doing things a little differently, but it makes a massive, massive result. It's funny you say that because uh, earlier today I wrote a post um, saying something along the lines, it's not the movement you, that, that counts, it's the progress that yeah. counts. Um, and, you know, people blur the lines on what that is. I mean, movement, progress, they're still moving, it's still energy, but there's very, they're very different. Um, and, and I think the key thing is for people to, um, to keep in their mind is when they're working, have they progressed? Now, I realized myself, 
that I have a lot in, in my life at the point where I need to scale more, you know, because I'm at that plateau. And, and to scale more, I need to actually bring in the systems, the people to right. help grow that. And so there's only so much you can do alone <clears throat> to, uh, to, get, to get to the point you want. So to get progress now, I have to do that. Otherwise, I'll be just moving. You know, and that's yeah. that's the key. It's actually understanding and realizing that is the key thing. Um, have you ever had a a regret in your life? And um, it could be anything. It could be a loved one. That uh, could be. It could be. Um, you know, a business opportunity. It yeah. could be. Is there been something that sticks there? I, I'm very cautious when I use the word regret because yeah. I think every decision that I've made good and bad, um, every experience that I've had in life, good and bad, led me to where I am today. Mm -hmm. True. So, you know, in a traditional sense, do I have regrets? Yes, but you know, those regrets led me to where I am today. So I'm grateful for those regrets. You know, I'm grateful for the bad decisions that I've made. Um, I'm grateful, you know, for the things that, you know, when I went left and I was supposed to go right. And these are things that we learn mm -hmm. and I'm going to have more of those and yeah. they're going to make me stronger. And, 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 and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, and that's what I tell people, you know, don't be afraid to take action because you're afraid you're going to make the right decision or don't be afraid to take action because you have these fear or don't be afraid to take action because you've done it in the past and you got a bad result. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you just have true. to you just have to do things um, differently. And again, that has to do with a really good mindset. And I, do I focus on those regrets? Absolutely not. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for them. Um, I celebrate my wins. I give myself a kick in the rear end when yeah. I fail. I make sure I don't make mistakes again. And it makes me better, you know, yeah. and, a, and a wise man learns from his mistakes while a genius learns from the mistakes of other people. And yeah. that's, I, I always advise those who are smarter than me, brighter than me, more educated than me, uh, more successful than me, uh, because I want to do the things that, that they're doing. You know, if you watch a door open and close, you're going to learn how to open and close the door. You know? Yeah, if, that's true. Absolutely you know, true. You I mean, with people, you're going to start doing what they're doing. If you hang around eight millionaires, well, there's a possibility that you're going to become the ninth. So, yeah. you know, yeah. it, just, it's, it all goes boils down to you know absolutely no i totally totally agree i mean you have um an exceptional ability to communicate um so you're obviously a great speaker but you've got a very powerful way of communicating and and i remember it remember it distinctly um you've got a way it's just your your pauses and everything it's it, it just hits spot on when you're trying to um express a message and, and get your 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 coach even and uh that takes a lot of talent to learn is that from practice or is that is that from mindset and uh, the reason why i'm completely using a different thing here because actually i've got a hunch a lot of it's mindset because i think if you get up there and do then and you put your mind in the right frame of mind then you can be that if you choose to be that but then I, I wonder if people will argue that. I'm, I'm just curious what your opinion is on I think that. It has a lot to do with um, confidence. You know, even when I'm not confident, I project it. It's, yeah. it's, very, it's, yeah. important, it's important to do that. 
but I haven't always been that way. I mean, I haven't always been a speaker. The entire time that I was with Tony Robbins, I was never a speaker. I yeah. had opportunities to speak, but I've always had a fear of speaking during the time that I was there. The fear never bothered me because I never wanted to become a speaker. And then it just happened, but it didn't happen overnight. It happened because I kept doing it over and over again. And, you know, someone told me one day, you know, Reggie, you have a lot of experience. You have a lot of knowledge. You have a lot of people skills. Um, if you can change one person in an audience of a thousand people, uh, it's totally worth it. And one of my coaches told me one day when I had a fear of speaking, one of my coaches told me one day, you have fear because the focus is on you. You're not focused on the audience. You're not focused on what you're delivering. You're not focused on the, the, the possibility that something that you're saying can really touch someone or change someone's life. Take the focus off you, meaning it doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter if you screw up. It doesn't matter what you're wearing. Take the focus off you and put all the focus on the people listening. In other words, focus on the value that you're giving the people. Focus on the value that you're giving people when you're coaching them, right? Mm. Because although you do this over and over again, you know, I, I say this, I usually give the same speech over and over again. And I was telling someone the other day, I'm, I'm tired of giving this speech. And he says to me, yes, you're tired of it. And you've done it thousands of times. But the people that are listening to it today, it's their very first time hearing it. Yeah. And that's, that's a real game changer for me. And that's why every time we do something, even if we do it every day, we have to give it our all. We have to be yeah. a level 10. And it shows. It shows. It, it doesn't look like you've said it a few times before or a thousand times before. It doesn't, it doesn't come across that way. It comes across that you've been extremely passionate and it's off the cuff almost. It feels like it's very natural. And that's, that's the key thing to a great speaker. And that's why you're very good at what you do and why you I get... Um, that's why I never, never rehearsed ever. No. I mean, that's amazing. I mean... Yeah, I mean know what I'm going to say because it really depends on you know what if I rehearse and I know exactly what I'm going to say and then I get in front of the audience and it's not an appropriate audience to do that or say and that. then you can trip up but you yeah know. if you're rehearsed yeah yeah I'm not, I'm not suggesting that those of you who are speakers <laughs> or you want to become speakers I'm not suggesting that you don't rehearse it's just I'm more of an I'm more of a transformational speaker as yes. opposed to a speaker yeah. And that's usually the first speaker uh, to go, usually when I'm speaking because of that, and, and to really prepare the audience, prepare their mindset, prepare their hearts, whatever the case may be. And, um, you know, I just, I just go out there and I'm, I'm speaking to an audience as if I'm speaking to five people. And you have to be authentic because yeah. um, it's not always what you say, it's how you say it, because words are only 7%, 7% of communication. It's crazy, I mean, isn't it? Uh -huh. I've heard it before and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> it's crazy. You know, your body language says a lot. It yeah. says a lot. So you want to you really be aware of that. And I'm always consciously aware. I'm, I'm aware of that right now when I'm speaking to you because I, you know, I want to make sure that my posture is perfect. So I put pillows behind me. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Perfect posture. It's know? perfect. That, it's perfect. That says a lot about, you, you know, your message because people are looking at that. Yeah, uh, you you come across like a very um, and Les is very much the same, very uh, a, a gentleman, um, very professional, very likable, 
and you know you guys can actually have a good laugh i've had a good laugh with both of you i mean les does some brilliant impressions my god his impressions are pretty spot on i mean it's quite crazy actually that guy should be a comedian actually you really should yeah <laughs> um and his irish one my god is spot on anyway i'm digressing but um you guys you are naturally decent people as well and this is the thing where people put blockers and they build walls in front of uh successful people um assuming they're untouchable assuming you can't unapproachable uh, assuming that they are in a world of arrogance and that's not true and if there is any element that looks like arrogance it's because they've got to put their own wall up to protect them from the overwhelm of you know fans and all that kind of stuff you know um it can also be confidence a lot of people can yeah care. yeah no you're right it's true and it, there's a fine line isn't there and some people can pull off the uh the, the 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 look and not look arrogance and and pull it off smoothly and some don't or some choose to be because that can become their trait their signature you know there's many people out there in in, in the speaking world that that's their signature you know yeah. to be a certain way um but yeah, it's quite, it's quite amazing. And it's something I want to get into more myself, get better at speaking. I do a few speaking gigs around, around the country, uh, but it's small stuff on marketing, not really inspirational stuff. But I get a lot asked a lot um, about my son and I, I want to educate and inspire people to be able to persevere. That's why I wrote the book, you know, My Little Spartan. And it's like, you know, embrace, embrace your strength to find your, your, uh, embrace your struggle to find your strength. And um, that has helped people. I know for a fact it has because I've had like loads of uh, messages about it. And that's an amazing feeling that you must be getting all the time. That's a really it's fulfilling really feeling. I'm really humbled by that. And, um, you know, I, I don't take it for granted. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it makes me better. It makes me yeah. stronger. And, you know, the fact that I don't spend a lot of time with my family, I'm, I'm constantly on the road in a different country almost every day. I know, it's crazy. Uh, you guys, uh, you work hard. Sometimes I ask myself, what, are, what am I doing this for? <laughs> I have to do it. But there's something about, you know, someone walking up to you or saying you changed my life or something that you said, that, 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 that's one, that's a big responsibility, you know, and having the power to empower others. That's mm -hmm. a huge responsibility. And I don't take it lightly. And, um, and I, I appreciate those that I've had the opportunity to work with. I appreciate all the mentors that I've had and the mentors that I have today because I can't take credit for you. you know, I'm not the smartest guy in the box, but you know what? I hang around really smart people, and I think that that's one of the major things. I think you are. You're very quick. You're very, you're very articulate. Um, to get up there, no, no planning. Um, I think you're giving yourself misjustice there. Um, you are extremely, um, you know, quick and articulate and you are clever. I don't care what you say. Um, so I'm going to mentor you now, Reggie. Um, <laughs> because, I mean, sorry. Um, I'll send the, I'll send the bill. Um, yeah. <laughs> but the, uh, the, the reality is you, you are and, and it has changed many people's lives. And I witnessed it for myself. And it, it could be, you know, a 20 minute slot. And you'd have people like crying with a complete uh, that are transformed, and yeah. you know Tony Robbins does that a lot, and 
I never believed in all that stuff. I used to call it fluff yeah. because I never believed in it. it. It's the sort of thing that I just didn't believe in. And actually to this day, I still haven't been to a UPW event, um, which is crazy. My friends just went to one. He said, next year, Mike, it's going to Birmingham. You've got to go there. Um, and I said, I will, I will. I've been to other things inspired by Tony, but not Tony's actual event I've not been to. Um, well, it was but, that event, the one you referred to, UPW, that really changed my life. Right. Um, believe it or not, Michael, I had a lot of limiting beliefs. Even during you know, my first six months with Tony Robbins, I had a lot of limiting beliefs. And we were in a, uh, we were in a conference with him, uh, the team that I was with. We were in a conference with Tony Robbins. And he had us, he just says, write down all of your limiting beliefs. And I'll tell you, that was one of the easiest assignments I've ever had. <laughs> I, I had a lot of them. Yeah. And I remember, you know, we did this exercise and we balled up the piece of paper with all the limiting beliefs and burned it and threw it in the trash. Yeah. And he says, you, you never have to feel like this again. You are now free from all of these limiting beliefs. And now that you have the awareness of it, it's up to you to really make it happen. It's not up to anyone else. It's your responsibility to really make it happen. Mm. And that was a real game changer for me. And I think that's why when I'm coaching people or I'm talking to people, people, you know, my colleagues laugh at me because a total stranger can have a session with me and 15 minutes later, they're in tears. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I've witnessed it. I've witnessed it. It's, it's amazing. Because people, and people tell me things that they haven't told anyone in their entire life. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons why is because I would never betray that trust. I'd never mm -hmm. betray that trust because when people have a session with me, it's totally confidential. Yeah. And um, I, I, I like to really listen to people because we never know what someone is going through unless we're walking in their shoes. Even yeah. people that we look at as bad people, you know, why, are, why is their behavior that way, way? Yeah. that is causing this behavior to happen? And is it something that we can change? And oftentimes those people aren't listened to and they just need someone to talk to or they need counseling or they need a good role model in their lives or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you, you, you coach people, you don't judge them. And, you know, my philosophy is most of the people, 99.99% .99 of the people are good people. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. You know, I have a friend who was in a relationship and it was a very bad relationship. And every guy that she meets, every guy that she met after the bad relationship, um, she was looking for something in the bad relationship. And guess what? She found it every single time. Yeah. So what she did, she put this wall up and said, I'm not going to date anyone. And I said, you have to keep in mind that a very, very small percentage of guys are bad. And you've just put the wall up which means you're not only keeping the bad people out, but you're keeping the good people out. Mm -hmm. So you have to tear those walls down, whether it's a relationship or whether it's a business or whether it's some other event in your life, take the wall down, know that there are some bad characters out there, right? And just be, be you know, just have the awareness of that, but also know that most people are good, you know? Yeah, and, and that's true. life, because if you, if you go through life thinking that most people are bad, then your behavior, your mannerisms, what you say is going to speak to that. Yeah. And, and I just don't, I don't feel that way. And I think that's one of the big things about having, I think that's one of the big distinctions I've made in my mindset because of, you know, I, I'm looking out of the same window that the negative person is looking out of. We're mm -hmm. looking out of the same window, but we see things differently. Yeah. I, see, yeah. I see things that empower me. They see things that 
disempower them. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting how, how um, you know, people can have a similar experience in life and yet turn out different just because of the way their mind's wired. Um, and uh, they could have exactly the same experience. And, and it, that, that wiring could be from society, friends, like you mentioned earlier, and the people you surround yourself with. Um, but it also could be literally um, the, the fear, uh, the anxiety of life, and the, 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 almost a genetic deep down uh, element to their character. Uh, that they need to shake, you know, to, to get over that. And uh, for me, for um, I used to literally suffer a lot of anxiety. Don't know why, just suffered anxiety. Anxiety is related to fear. I was not scared of things when I was younger, which is strange. I used to jump off massive um, cliffs and all sorts of crazy stuff as children do. You know, they just don't see the harm in it. I used to pick spiders up. I hate spiders now. <laughs> it's crazy. You just didn't care. Um, but I suffered, something must have happened where I got anxiety and I just can't think what it was. And it might be when I fell off my bike and it was really bad actually, but mm -hmm. something happened and that really just put me in a blocker for um, a, a, a blocked mindset for many years. Yeah. And I think that held me back. And I see it not unlike what happened to my son. Now he was born healthy, normal brain, everything working, eyes, he could hear everything. And the toxicity of uh, the, uh, the jaundice that created brain damage through the, the negligence um, that happened um, basically tarred his brain and, and, and stunted his growth. And because it stunted his growth, you know, he stays where he was, if that makes sense. It takes a longer time to grow and he's obviously um, disabled by it. And people are the same in, even when they're, they're very normal. They can stunt their growth, um, maybe not in a disability way, but internally it's, dis it's disabling, you know, and, um, and things in life can really do that. And actually what happened to my son did that to me. And it took a long time to grow out of that, which is why I was searching and looking for the right people to connect with, like yourself and others along my journey. And they've really, really helped me. Um, and although at the time you never feel like you never you never feel like you've learned done enough you know but when you look back and you see those incremental steps that have become huge leaps like i can't get over how much i've gained um what i've managed who i am as a person um from where i was and it was starting back then it started with you guys it really did and that's where it started i remember having our one-to-one -one yeah, and yeah, and, and it was there, and, 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 and you had the, the panel were there, and they're telling me what to do, and they're like, Mike, you're already there, just carry on what you're doing. And I was like, that was like, huh? You know, they, they were saying, well, you're on, you're on route to be one of the 1% of the, of the, of the world. Um, right. And I'm like, okay, because there's some deals in the pipeline and so on. And that, yeah. that threw me. I thought, because I had that negative mindset still. It wasn't, I wasn't, it wasn't grown. It wasn't developed enough. Yeah. Um, but hearing that kind of cemented a little bit of like, you know, be proud, you, you know, take yourself on the back, you've done all right. Um, it still took a lot of time to get to where I wanted to do, uh, to, to be. But it's quite interesting how we can disable ourselves, like physically, just with the thoughts um, and, and experiences. Um, so and like TV for you. TV, TV does that as well. You know, I don't, yeah. I, don't really, I don't really watch TV because TV is so negative. 
um, I was, it's, it's, it's just so negative and, it, and it's true. Minds and, and, and like I said, I just want to align myself with things that are positive and people who are positive. And I have my negative days as well, but you know what? The people who are the closest to me, I, I, I let them know, you know, whenever I say something negative because I'm human or if, I, if I'm thinking something negative, stop me. If you yeah. know my stop me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm going to stop you. you know, <laughs> yeah. You hold me accountable, you know, just to stop me as well. Because those things, thoughts are things. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, there's a great lady, you probably know her, Joy. She died recently. She was at the, uh, yeah, so sad, really lovely woman. She sat next to me when we were at, when we were at the... Uh, I remember. Yeah. I remember. And, um, and she stopped someone from being a bit negative at the event. And she, she and I'll never forget it. She was like, and she was in a really good, she was a good speaker as well. Um, I can't believe she's died. Um, it was recent, obviously. Um, and, um, you know, God, God, God rest her soul and, and her family. God bless her. But she's young. And, and this is the reality of life. The, you know, thing, it's just too short. We don't know what's going to come around the corner. So it's really important that we appreciate and do what we want to do and grow and try things and just be open-minded, I believe. And, uh, and I think, you know, well, you people know, connecting with yourself. Um, they say, and I, and I'm, I'm, I look at quotes all the time. I'm looking at one, you know, right now. Yeah. Um, they say that the best ideas are in the great, are at the graveyard, at the cemetery. Yeah. So many people die. So true. They don't take action on the things that they wanted to do. And it's really sad. And, and that's why, you know, I like it when I have someone who's, or I'm, I'm working with someone and they're older and they say, you know, I'm old. Can I do this? And I say, you know what? Of course you can. Of yeah. course, you, can. you know, because, you know, what have you lived to, 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 to you know, 30 more years or 20 it's more years or 15 so more years? So true. It's so true. I've written a book. That's my, one of my goals. My other goal is to uh, make a movie. It's going to be on my little Spartan. I, I, I can see it being a movie so clearly um and i'm gonna make it a movie it's gonna be my little spartan but it's not gonna be like what you think it'll be like a child that's been made disabled and then he's trapped in his body but then he's got like superpowers a bit like you know your spider-man you know because it's actually his mind tenses his body so strong and even adults are like my god he's so strong it's his mind it's tensing his muscles it's spastic cerebral palsy and i thought to myself if the mind can do that then it can make him extremely strong superpower you know um and so and and the story is that the dad and the mum try to find cures for him blah 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 and then he becomes into a super a super hero and i really want to make that into a movie i really do so i'm i'm gonna do it one day um it's gonna happen that's my my mission <laughs> and that'll be legacy for him as well definitely absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I just want to say thank you because we've um, I've taken up a lot of your time and I really appreciate it. We had some technical issues to the people watching now. Um, I'll be putting it on uh, you, you onto uh, Facebook. You can watch on the replay. This will be edited uh, for the um, for the podcast. the The main crusps of it will be not edited. Just the the before and after when we're trying to mess around with getting it live. Um, but thank you for your time, Reggie. You've been an absolute star. When are you next in the UK? Pardon me? When are you next in the UK? Um, it should be within the next month or so. I'm headed to Switzerland tomorrow. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. You guys just don't stop. I know. But, but that's, that's I'm the thing. Luckily, I'm at home today. I, I was <laughs> one day but uh, <laughs> i got lucky i got lucky catching you <laughs> thank you so much for having me on your show you've grown so much i'm really proud of you thank you um, 
you're, you're a great example. And, uh, you know, and I'm still available to you. So we, we haven't had a call in a while. So let's make sure that we do. A call. Yeah, I'll definitely, I'll, I'll, I'll reach out, man. We'll definitely get a, a call. And uh, um, without doubt, I mean, I'll, um, I'll take you up on that without doubt. And we'll, we'll, hack up, we'll, we'll, we'll hook up when you come into the, the UK. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll look out for some emails and uh, we'll catch up. Thank That's you, Reggie. Good. Welcome to Mic Drops. And thank you. Thank take you care. See you, mate. Take Bye-bye. care, buddy. Thank Bye-bye. you. Really appreciate that, mate. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're a legend. <laughs> take care. Bye-bye. See you. Bye-bye, buddy. Bye. See you, mate. If you enjoyed listening, then please subscribe to the Mic Drop Show and connect with Michael on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram.